0: Get him low, get him, okay, <clears throat> so then Jesus explains to the disciples in 18 through 23 what he was referring to about who the sower is and what the seed is, and the sower, of course, is the preacher, or in this case, Jesus himself was a sower, and some would Receive it and others would reject it or they might receive it first and be excited about it But then when persecution and and the Sun shines bright upon it, then they get discouraged and they Don't bring forth fruit Okay in Luke 11 14 through 20 it also mentions the fact of him proclaiming his kingdom, uh, Brother Mickey. Would you be able to read that? Um, Luke eleven fourteen through twenty.
1: Luke's gospel, chapter eleven, verses thirteen or fourteen through twenty. And he was casting out a devil, it was dumb. And it came to pass when the devil was gone out, the dumb spake, and people wandered. But some of them said, He casteth out devils through the bells above, the chief of the devils. And others, tempting him, sought of him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is it brought to desolation and a house divided against a house falleth. If Satan also be divided against himself, how shall his kingdom stand? Because you say that I cast out devils through Belzebub. And if I by Belzebub cast out devils, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore sh- shall they be your judges. But if I with the de- finger of God cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God has come upon you. Did
0: you have any comments about that?
1: Did I have any comments on that? Well, uh, I think we have the same problem today. People see miracles, but they don't relate it to God. Mm-hmm. Uh, every day in, in this world, uh, sick people are healed and filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and cripples are being made whole. Blind eyes see but people still can't believe that Jesus Christ came into the world to heal and to save and to cleanse from the healing.
0: Uh,
1: he's just another guy that said some good things and did some good works, but he's not the son of God. That's what, that's what the spirit or the world situation is. And then you got big celebrities that say there's, there's more than one way to God. Well, Amen. Jesus tells us he is the truth, the way, and the life, and that's all, all the only way you're going to get there
0: he didn't say he was a way he said I am the way Right. the truth and the life right anybody else have any comments on it or questions I gotta put you on the air or they won't hear well
1: <laughs> one thing it's it's easier for people today to believe that the evil comes from the devil but they can't believe that the good comes from God right so uh, It's a mixed up world
0: it's it's a humanistic spirit that people are born good we are not born Mm -hmm. good you never have to teach a child to lie Mm -hmm. to steal or to say bad words Mm -hmm. they just come knowing it you have to teach Mm -hmm. them the right way right and so it's no we're we're born born. yeah I was listening (laughs) to to Robert Morse the other night and he was talking about the age of accountability and he said they used to say, as soon as they know right from wrong, they, they've reached the age of accountability. But he said, they know right from wrong, even at three years old. Like you said, they you not. don't have to teach them, that they, they already know that you say, don't touch that, and they'll you immediately do. reach out and <laughs> touch it, because. When you're not looking. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> that's true, too. But uh, anyway, so he said that, he believes age of accountability is more knowing from good and evil, because uh, it takes a while for a child to realize what's good and what's evil, but they know right and wrong pretty early. So I thought that was good. I, I hadn't really thought of it like that, because he said, God's not going to send a three-year-old to hell just because he, he did something that he knew was wrong. Um But also in that passage that Mickey read there in Luke, we see that there's two kingdoms. There's the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. And so he said that uh, if if the devil casts out devils, then he's going against his own kingdom, you know. (laughs) So uh, That word Beelzebub uh, means the prince of demons. And, of course, that's Satan, because he's over all the demons. So that's why he would say if Satan would cast out Satan, then his kingdom is divided, and uh, he won't be able to uh, stand. But then he goes on to say, But if I, with the finger of God, cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is come upon you. So he... He turned it around where they were saying, well, yeah, sure he's casting out devils because he he's just casting out by the power of Satan. And he said, wait a minute, be careful because I'm casting them out by the finger of God. And so they were close to blaspheming by saying that he was doing it by Satan's power instead of the Holy Spirit's power. And therefore he warned them later about all sin will be forgiven except blasphemy against the Holy Spirit because they were very close to blaspheming the Holy Spirit because it was the Holy Spirit that was casting out the devils. All right. um, Our next one is in John 3. That's a familiar one of Jesus and Nicodemus having a meeting and uh, Nicodemus comes to him by night, which also shows that all the Pharisees weren't against him. There was some Pharisees that were interested in him and recognized that he couldn't do these things unless he was of God. And so Nicodemus uh, wasn't being critical. He just couldn't understand uh, how? why Jesus was doing those things and he said we know that you come from God and of course Jesus told him verily I say unto you except you be born again you cannot see the kingdom of God and this was a religious ruler and because he acknowledged later on he said art thou not a master of Israel and, and you know these things and then he pointed to him The fact of what happened in the wilderness when uh, the children of Israel were being bitten by fiery snakes and God told Moses to make another snake out of brass and put it up on a pole and whoever looked at that would live. So he said, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so also must the Son of Man be lifted up. And I'm sure that that message that Jesus gave Nicodemus uh, really touched him as he saw the crucifixion when Jesus was being lifted up. And we find that after the crucifixion, he comes forward and requests the body of Jesus along with Joseph. They were both uh, the Pharisees. And, um, So uh, no doubt he remembered what Jesus said, you know, when he saw Jesus being lifted up because he was signifying how he would die. He would not be stoned to death, and that's the way usually false prophets were. They were stoned to death. But he said, no, I'm going to be lifted up. And uh, so he he predicted how he would die. And in John three, also we find that he said, you must be born again. And so he was saying that the only way to enter the kingdom of God was through a spiritual transformation, a spiritual rebirth. And this concept was difficult for Nicodemus or any other Jewish leader to understand because the Jews believed that they had been born into God's family because they were part of God's chosen people. Yet Jesus was explaining to Nicodemus, no one is born into the right or into the yeah right to be part of God's kingdom. The only way for people to become a part of the kingdom of God is through identifying the true king and placing their faith in him. And, uh, uh, we quoted a while ago John fourteen six where Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the Father except by him and this is one reason why people don't like the message of Christianity because they think like our brother pointed out they want to have other ways than through Jesus but if Jesus had not died on the cross we would all be lost. And that's what Paul mentions in 1 Corinthians 15 when he said, if Jesus wasn't crucified and rose again, we are, we are dead in our sins. And so he made a way for people to live in God's kingdom and have a relationship with him. So in his mercy, God continues to keep the door open for people to accept his gift of everlasting life. So when we have these loved ones that are outside of the ark of safety, we need to really continue to pray for them, love them, and pray that God will send some kind of a labor their way that will help point them to Christ. Lord, we thank you for your word. We're, we're so thankful that Jesus came and that... He loved us with an everlasting love. And we thank you for your love, Lord. And we pray that you'll help us in loving others and pointing others to you. And we pray that you will bring in our lost loved ones and, our, and those of our acquaintances, that they will truly be born again and filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And we pray that you'll be with a service to follow, And we praise you for everything that you're going to accomplish in hearts and lives today. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, and uh, we'll see you next week, Lord willing. (laughs)